Hello and welcome to the Happy Me Project podcast, the space where self-development doesn't have to be fancy and we take the bullshit out of positive mindset. My name is Holly Matthews and I'm a former TV actress, I'm a TEDx speaker, self-development coach, mum of two girls and the founder of the Happy Me Project. I am totally thrilled that you are here and in this podcast I share ideas, tips, tricks and ways that you can feel more happy and less crappy. Hello and welcome to this show. And yes, it is a show. We have three podcasts out in the world already. And if you have already listened to those podcasts, and thank you so much, I'm going to admit something to you now. The podcast was put out into the world by mistake. Now, bear with me. I didn't record it by mistake. Last year, when the UK was in lockdown 1.0, the very beginning when we were all, you know, green, (laughs) all very green about this, this lockdown business and, you know, the pandemic and we were all very resilient and, and all of that good stuff. I decided I will create this podcast that I've been procrastinating about for about five or six years, probably longer. It's probably more like 10 when podcasts started to become a thing and everyone was like, Holly, you should do a podcast. I was like, yeah, I should. And then I did nothing. And so I recorded these three podcasts. In fact, I did a couple more, but they weren't they weren't relevant to right now. So I didn't put them out into the world. So I recorded them and I thought, yeah, I'm going to put it out. And again, I did nothing. And I sat on them and I kept thinking, oh, maybe I need to just re-record them now because they were done then. And, you know, life happened. Then I decided a few weeks back to send out an email to those of you that follow me on my email list or part of my community. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give some value. You know, I like to give value in the stuff that I put out. And I thought, oh, well, give them something to listen to today, you know, something to ponder over for the day. So I searched on my computer and I, I found one of the podcasts and I thought, it's fine. I know it's not a podcast yet, but I'll put it out there. It's got the Happy Me Project branding on it. All good. Put it out, sent it out to my email list. Within minutes, I had emails back from my list going, yay, you put out a podcast. It's there. It's finally here. You've been talking about this for ages. And I was like, yeah, I haven't put out a podcast. Oh, oh, I haven't put out a podcast. And then I felt all this weight of people's expectation. And then obviously there was, you know, there was a demand in my mind. So within an hour, I had done everything needed, pushed this podcast out into the world, birthed this podcast. And I've genuinely been proper overwhelmed by your your lovely support and it actually saw the podcast go in the the top 30 I think it went to 20 I mean I not that I'm sitting looking at numbers and stuff like that but I was surprised because I had no expectation and I really I'm very much doing this as I go and learning as I go and so you get emails when your podcast has hit you know the top 100 or it's gone into top 50 to, in specific in your specific niche and mine being mental health and that kind of thing and suddenly I was seeing it next to these big players in in the podcasting and mental health world and it's just been really exciting so before we get into today's topic I just wanted to explain and and thank you and if you've come to this podcast and this is your first one and you're like listen I don't care just get on with what we're going to talk about then don't worry we are I just want to say a big thank you thank you for the reviews thank you for following subscribing 
whichever platform it is that you've come from, it really does make a difference. I mean, if nothing else, it gives me a little nudge uh, to get stuff out into the world and stop procrastinating and, and just make it fun. And I'm actually very glad that that has happened in that way because now I'm just got to do it and we just get to chat and hopefully you guys will get lots of benefit from it. Um, so yeah, so today's topic, I want to talk to you about why you're being a bully to yourself. What are you being a bully for? What have you been a bully to yourself for? And it was really lovely, actually, that, um, you know, my family and stuff are dead supportive. And my uncle Barry was, um, he told me that he was listening to the podcast and he'd, he'd really enjoyed it. And he said his description of the first three episodes were that it, it's some, it's sometimes the the message that you, you've forgotten that you needed to hear. Like, it's not always, and I, I totally agree with this, often the most important messages that I hear and certainly that I dish out are the stuff in rocket science, it's not supposed to be, right? But sometimes we just need to hear somebody say it in a different way, in a different tone. And on that particular day, it gets through and we're able to hear the message and then implement what it is. And so it was nice, firstly, that my Uncle Barry listened to it. So I'm sure he will listen to this. So hi, Uncle Barry. Thanks for supporting. And and second of all, it was just nice that the comment, because it's absolutely what, for me, self-development should be about. It doesn't have to be this big deal. It just has to get the message and have the effect on your life that it should have. And a lot of my clients will come to me and people that are in my community and we will go through you know, what, what is it that you say to yourself on a daily basis? Let, let's say they come to me and they say, I feel rubbish, Holly, really feel rubbish. And so often I will go to my clients and I'll say over the next week, have a little think about what it is that you're saying to yourself. You know, what are the, what's the, the internal voice saying right now? Cause we all have this internal voice, right? And sometimes often a lot of the time that voice is a bit unkind. And sometimes that voice can start to run amok and be really unkind. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've had definite moments of this. It might be that you're right, that voice right now, the negative voice is really loud in your ear. And and I've been there as well, so I understand it. And that's why I feel really passionate about the fact that if we can learn to not get rid of the voice, because we do actually need the voice. The voice is sometimes our conscience, our voices, it keeps us in check a little bit, makes us, makes us, you know, have a little think about the things that we're doing. And, and if we didn't have the voice, it would be concerning. But sometimes that voice can get really, really mean and stop us from doing things that are going to help us. And so I think it's very important that we befriend the voice. We just, we become friends with the voice. We get to know the voice. We get to understand what's going to trigger him or her off. What's going to make them start getting dead leery and stuff and, you know, calling your names or telling you you're not good enough or whatever other limiting belief this voice is, um, is telling, you know, is, is feeding into your mind. And, you know, it's the same in the same way if it was somebody outside of your mind, if it was an actual bully in person. One, I doubt you would want to put up with that. I doubt you would accept that as okay. If you went to work every day, and some of you might, in which case, do something about it. Tell somebody, move from where you are, stand up for yourself, all of that good stuff. But some of you might experience that kind of thing in the workplace or at school or wherever else, college, university. Um, in in your friendship circles, wherever. And if somebody outside of you was saying the things to you that you often say to yourself in your head, you would see this as disrespectful, rude, 
And quite honestly, I don't think that you would stand for this. I don't think you would accept this as an okay situation. And it really is no different to when it comes to our own inner critic. We have to we have to call it out and we have to hear it out. We have to see what the words are saying and then we have to call that out for the nonsense that it is. So over the next week, I want you to have a little think about what it is that that voice in your head is actually saying to you. What are the sentences or the feeling that you have when you go about your daily business? You know, sometimes I hear clients say, I'm not good enough, I'm too much. I'm ugly, I'm a loser, I'm never going to have X, Y, and Z, people like me don't have, whatever the story is, right, and and sometimes it can be really noisy, and I used to have this too, you know, I'm not immune from this, I've done a lot of work on myself over the years, but many moons ago when, when I was growing up on TV, and I was very, very aware of how I looked because of this, I had the inner critic in me would be be very loud when I was going to leave the house and and I felt that I was a hideous monster that should be hidden away from public view and I could have listed all of the plastic surgeries that I needed and I took everything that anybody else said about me and allowed that to be part of my inner voices message and it just it was an awful space it was a heavy space for me to to be in because I really genuinely just hated everything about the way that I looked and wanted all of the plastic surgeries and all of the stuff to fix myself and when people hear me talk about this now I you know I I talk about things in a very I guess jovial way and because I appreciate the nonsense of it now but that has taken me some work to do that so when I'm talking about this stuff I get it right like I have been in exactly the same position and don't think that that voice doesn't now and then rear her ugly head and want to give me that same old story there are always going to be for any of the beliefs that we have certain trigger points where it will just you know if you even if you've done some of the work you'll you might just find that now and then somebody will just you know just poke the bear a little bit and say something that would you know reignite that voice a little bit so there's always work to be done and and I totally get it and over the years I have learned to understand my own triggers and this is what we're going to start doing for you so I want you to consider what is first of all let's look the tiger in the eye what's the voice what's she saying what's he saying what are the words that are being used over and over again and once we know that then we can start to counteract those we can start to think about is that true is this a true statement the next thing we can think about is where is this message really coming from because that voice came from somewhere now I can categorically say that I know the areas that that came from in my own experience my own example So I remember when I first started on a TV show in the UK and I was 11, just turning 12, that really awkward stage in your life. And I was very nervous about going on set for the first time. And I, you know, the makeup rooms and costume and all of this stuff and very exciting times, of course, but also really daunting for such a young girl. And and I went into the makeup room and a lot of the cast members who had come back from the previous series, we were all in there. And a lot of the girls were older than me and much more comfortable 
comfortable in their own skin. You know, they were, they'd learn how to do their hair and their makeup and they were feeling good about themselves. And I was this really dorky, skinny, gappy toothed, frizzy haired little girl, just really still a child and, you know, going into this teenage stage of my life. And I remember being, I can remember everything about it. And this is the interesting thing. When you start to go back on where your, where the message came from that you're repeating to yourself still, I bet you can go straight back to that place. I can remember I was in the makeup room. I can remember the lighting that was in there and everybody was talking and I felt really intimidated. And the makeup artist was saying, oh, you look amazing to the the people that she'd known before. Wow, your hair looks great. Wow, doesn't your skin look amazing? And you look great and all of this stuff. And I'm stood there nervous as anything, already feeling intimidated by these confident older girls. And the makeup artist looked at me and she went, oh, you've got really bad skin. And I wanted the ground to just swallow me up. I was, I felt shame. I felt ugly. I felt like, oh, there's something there that needs to be fixed about me. And then for years, you know, I, it's so strange because looking back, actually, my skin probably wasn't even as bad as I imagined it. I mean, I, in my mind, you know, was, it was just hideous. And even, it's interesting, even now, I definitely pay more attention to my skin and and putting makeup on my skin. It's a, it's still, there's always, you know, there's that tiny bit left. It's taken me a lot of years to be able to not wear makeup on my skin because I felt it needed to be covered up. And that's because for years after that, I did, you know, seven years on that particular TV show where I just watched somebody correct my face every day. And that has an impact. And so I can trace that back and I can go, the voice that I then heard in my mind going forward from that was actually the voice of that makeup artist, was actually that voice. And then maybe there was other people that added to it, that added fuel to the fire. I remember walking past somebody and I remember his name, but I won't share it because I can remember it. You remember the painful stuff, right? And I remember walking past a boy that lived near me and being around the same age, that really impressionable age, and him saying... I can smell Clearasil, and Clearasil was the spot brand of the time. I think it is still out, but it was like, it was, I I felt such shame, like embarrassment, like that he was saying, you've got awful skin, and it was something to be, to to be hidden. Like I, I felt really small and that just added that to that voice. So then I took on that voice because I'd allowed, you know, people's, other people's opinions outside of my head, we then take it on and we internalize it and it becomes no longer somebody else's job to be mean to us because we've taken on that mantle. We've went, okay, well, I'll do it then. And then for years and years, I was the one that said it before anybody else did. And actually what happened over the years, I grew up and I, I blossomed into a, a young woman and, you know, somebody who was much more comfortable as but but still kind of hiding and the voice was still there and for me personally what happened over the years was I got I got to a point and maybe you're there maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast but I got to a point where I got so tired so tired of that voice so exhausted by bullying myself every day so exhausted and nauseated that every time I had to leave the house it was a rigmarole. It was this big deal because I couldn't just leave the house. I had to get up, get dressed, hair, makeup, nails, acrylic nails, fake tan, 
eyelashes, everything had to be on because that was my armor to protect me against possibly being made to feel small and, and feeling ugly. And it was this big deal. And, and eventually I hit a point and we're going to call this point, fuck it. And everybody can hit their fuck it point. And when you hit fuck it, you decide to change stuff. And when I hit fuck it, I decided to stop calling myself names. And it might seem like, well, that's an easy, that's easier said than done, Holly. And you're right, it is easier said than done, but it starts from the decision to actually change something. So wherever you're at now, you might not be at fuck it yet. You might not. You might be, you know, just, you're a little bit away from fuck it yet. Or you might be, right? Or you might be deciding now, do you know what? I feel that weight and I'm tired and I'm sick of the noise. In which case, walk yourself towards fuck it and do something about it because we can. And it started from that decision to stop listening to that voice and understand it and go, okay, if the voice is loud, then that probably means I feel anxious about something. What can I do about that anxious feeling? How can I improve that? How can I shift around what that voice is saying, question it and you know, maybe win it round. So for example, let's say you are saying to yourself, I'm a loser. I'm just not a very good person. I'm rubbish at everything. Black and white thinking. I'm rubbish at everything. There's nothing I'm good at. And that's what the voice is saying to you. I want to stop right now and just go, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Whatever you want to call this negative voice, negative Nancy, whatever. Um, I'm listening, Nance. Okay. What's going down? What's going down, babe? What are we talking about here? We're talking about me being a loser. Okay, well, I hear you. And I know you're saying that because once when you were in school, your teacher told you your work was terrible. And I know that's why you're saying that. And that was painful. That was an awful experience. And I understand why you you are now trying to protect me because that's what that voice is doing. It doesn't want you to feel pain again. I know you're trying to protect me, but let me just give you some other evidence, Nance, because... Yeah, I know that there was that one incident and a few incidents where things didn't work out for me. But actually, do you know what? I'm not a loser because, and then you fill in your own blanks. And there might be small things. You might have to work towards having some really confident statements. But let's say you go, I'm not a loser because actually, do you know what? I keep a really nice home. I've got a lovely house. I'm not a loser because I once did an amazing piece of work. I'm not a loser because I did that charity walk last year and I completed it and I said I was going to raise some money for some charity. I'm not a loser because I'm a really great friend. I'm not a loser because whatever else, right? And you're going to fill in those blanks and you're going to, you're just going to win Nance round. So that Nance just pipes down. Okay. And we have to do that at the beginning a lot more. Eventually you get really quick at it. So right now in my life at 36, when my negative nance rears her ugly head and she wants to tell me, let's say whatever it is, you're not good enough. You're too much might be one that I've had to work on over the years. You're too much for people. You talk too much. You're too much. You swear too much. You're too much. And I hear this one a lot. And so if that happens, I will go, I hear you. Maybe I feel that because X, Y, and Z. I've I've, I've talked too much in this conversation. I need to listen more. And then I'll say, okay, I'm hearing what you're saying. Maybe I need to work on this and I'll do a little work on there, but I'm not too much because too much has made me create a really nice life for myself. Too much has made me brave and made me ask the question and do things that I wouldn't, somebody else who wasn't too much wouldn't do. And so I've learned to get quicker at it. So you will get quicker at this. At the beginning, it might feel a bit clunky and you might feel like you don't, your subconscious doesn't really 
isn't quite on board yet, but we start from where we are at. And the next step to silence that inner critic, that bully voice that is in your head is to take action. The more that we take action, the more that we do stuff and we walk towards the type of person that we really want to be. And we know that we are really, truly, we, it's there for us. When we walk towards that and we take action, we start to train that voice. We start to train our brain that we are that person. And I might have shared this before, but I can't remember if I did or not. And I'm going to share it again because it's worth hearing more. Because when we see really successful celebrities and famous people and people who we think have got their shit together, we think they don't have this voice in their heads. And it's nonsense because at every level, they're, you know, every, every level, what's it they say? Every level, new devil. That's something like that anyway. There's always a something at every level there's there's a new challenge, there's an upper limit, there's something that you're going to come across that you're going to have to, you know, it could be the, that limiting belief that's going to come up in a different way at the different level that you're at. So I heard Jennifer Lopez speaking and Jennifer Lopez was talking about her own inner critic and how she had taken on the voice of what other people would say, she can't dance, she's not really a great singer, you know, yada yada, whatever, whatever else it was being said in the media, you know, it can be such a, a cutting place to be in. And she had done what I had done with the makeup artist comment and the Clearasil boy comment. And she took it on as her own internal voice. She said it before they did, right? That's what we do, isn't it? We say, we make the joke first and then we won't get hurt. And so she was doing that and she realized that the only way to change what that voice was saying was to take action, to do something, to move, to bust out another successful album and, you know, do a, another film or whatever else. And over time, her, her negative voice couldn't really argue with the fact that she was achieving, regardless of what that voice was saying. So how is it that you can show up for yourself? What can you do today to silence the voice with action? It, it might still be there. We're not going to eradicate this voice altogether. That is a voice that's there to protect you. But what we can do is we can just, you know, we can just put our arm around Nance, negative Nance, and we can say, listen, we're taking action here. You, you can be there cracking your, your gums in the background there, talking a lot of nonsense about me, and I will still be here showing up. And over time, you will create a different pathway in your brain. Right now, you've got this little neural pathway in your brain that's going straight to the negative. Something happens, that's because I'm a loser. Something negative is said, that's because I'm a loser. I'm too much, I'm not good enough, etc., etc. But we're gonna create a new pathway. And that new pathway is, Nance, we know you're there, babe. We know you're there to protect us, but actually I'm gonna just gonna keep showing up for myself. I'm gonna keep doing that thing, taking those steps towards um, uh, to the person that I wanna be. I'm gonna take that course. I'm gonna start that business. I'm gonna be that kind parent and friend. I'm gonna be all of those things. And eventually you're gonna to have to shut your mouth, okay? And that's what's gonna happen. But it takes a little work and it takes recognizing what it is that you're saying to yourself and that it's not the truth. And it's very often somebody else's story that you've just took on as your own as fact. But there's always another way, another version, and another way that you can be, another version of you. And you get to decide, and that's what's exciting, you get to decide what that looks like. So who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? Let's think about that today. And then listen to the noise in your head. Think about how you can question it. You can befriend the voice, but, you know, just keep it on, you know, keep it, 
keep it where you need it to. Remember that you wouldn't take this of anybody else. The voice that you're hearing, the, the sentences that you're hearing repeated, you wouldn't accept that of anybody else. It would be deemed rude, inappropriate, and nasty. Maybe you need to write these down just so you can see. Sometimes saying them out loud to somebody. So if you're in my community, come and share them in there. If you're in the Happy Me Project in, on Facebook or on my Instagram or YouTube or wherever else, then come and let me know what it is. Because sometimes when we say it out loud, it's so embarrassing that we say this stuff to ourselves. You know, me saying to myself that I was, you know, disgust and ugly monster. If I'd have said that out loud to somebody else, I mean, I ended up not doing that. But if I just, you know, if I was to say that now, I'd feel so embarrassed because it's, when you say it out loud, it loses its potency of, of what it's doing when it's internal. When we hide it away and it's all shameful and like, this is what I say in the dark depths of each evening. We, you know, it's it has much more, it's much stronger there. But when we say it out loud or we write it down and we look at it and we go, that's bullshit, that is. That's bull, that's, that's not on. Why am I speaking to myself like that? And we get to question it and we get to create a counter argument for this then we start to move forward and we start to knock down that, 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 that potency that we have there. And you can do this. So wherever you're at on your journey right now, don't think you can't get to this, that the, the place of being confident and strong and feeling good about yourself because you can. I see it all the time. And yes, it's, yes, it's a little work. I don't profess to have the, the secret source to this stuff. It takes a bit of work and, and it will be something that you probably always have to keep a little check on. But that doesn't mean it becomes, you, you get better at it. You get a lot better at this stuff as you, as you practice it. And it is a practice and that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing on this, this podcast. And that's what we will continue to do in all of the stuff that I put out in the world. I hope that you have really enjoyed this podcast and got something from it. Some food for thought, a little think for you today. And I would love to hear your feedback on this. I would love it if you would give me a little review on this podcast and make sure you're you're following and subscribing on whichever platform it is. And come and hang out with me on other social media as well. And yeah, I will see you all very soon. To learn more about the Happy Me Project, my online courses, events, and one-on-one coaching, click the links below and get involved. Make sure to share this podcast, follow, subscribe, and tell me all of your learnings. I will catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Peace.